0: The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. Damn. I feel hurt. Life as a Canucks fan right now, man. These games matter once again and again because of it. This can happen. I feel low. It's one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Life should be good, but uh, we just lost to the Red Wings. Uh, We blew a two-goal lead. A penalty shot by a defenseman in overtime, and the dude hits it, and then also hits the gritty. (sighs) Like I said, man, I feel sad. Well, let's talk about it, okay? Let's get it. Let's get past this together, okay? On this episode of Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, okay. We're back on another episode of Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen, and that right there is not Trevor Bags, Begsy the family man, it's a Saturday. Uh, this guy makes his own hash browns from scratch, and his secret ingredient is peanut butter, a little bit of peanut butter in the hash browns. I don't do it, but Trevor Bags does it, and he's doing that right now, ultimately not being able to do this, and that's talk to you and you and you and you and you, and you, and you on this episode, again, of Locked on Canucks. Shout out to the Don't Doze Art Lab. We're making this possible because, yes, this is the home of the West Coast bias. That's all we do here is produce things for, again, that West Coast bias. And we're going to need that today. Because I can't be the only one that feels a little hurt. I feel emotional today. Not mad, but emotional. How could I not be, okay? Blew a two-goal lead in the third period on a Saturday afternoon against the Detroit Red Wings. And, uh, man, oh, man, I don't think Tockett is going to be happy About this one. That being said. I don't know. I hope that he's not like brutally honest. With the media today. You know. You know what I'm saying. It's all good. Maybe lay off the boys. With the tweets. That would be made. Based on his real emotion. Regarding what just happened. uh, This one time around. Because. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they really need it. Uh, Okay. You saw the look on Quinn Hughes' face. He knows. He knows that that wasn't good enough. And because he knows, right, the top of the pecking order, I'm not worried. Uh, This Canucks team, uh, what's their record? It seems like they're 50, 15, and 4, okay? It feels like that. They're ahead of it, but, again, that core, that locker room, even when they were winning games all the time, in recent history, they knew that they weren't even close to good enough. Uh, A little bit of adversity, Right now, in game 52, is okay. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to learn about these things, about your resilience to that level in April and May. You kind of want to initially learn about it right now. And for the most part, this season, they haven't really been tested emotionally that much. And again, now they just lost 4 nothing to the Boston Bruins. Primetime game. Uh, the two best teams in the league. Uh, they get their asses kicked. And then you fast forward to Saturday, a big day in hockey. I feel like everyone's playing today. And they blew a two-goal lead to the Detroit Red Wings. Before we really dive into it, I got to dive into the comments, okay? Locked on Canucks, man. Saturday, it's about you and you and you and you. How about this one, Brandon, man. Brandon Robbins. Go Canucks. Off the top, man. That's the energy, man. Thank you, man. Go Canucks. We'll be fine. It's okay. It's okay that uh, that dude hit the gritty on ice skates. On ice skates, because you know, that's another thing. If ESPN gets a hold of that, that's a huge clip. He did that and embarrassed your Vancouver Canucks. He was looking down at the puck and roofed it and then did that. (sighs) I know, it's, it's something that feels off. But like Brandon says, go Canucks. How about Mr. Whale? Uh, How bad is Tyler Myers? I don't know. Based on what I saw today, right? It was a typical Myers game when he's not being used as, like, the number six D-man, right? And because of Zadorov getting kicked out of the game. The Canucks played, what, the second half of the game with five D-men, a.k.a. Myers had to play more. And what happens when Myers plays more? Not a lot of perfect. This all being said, it is what it is. I think, what, 46 games ago, I kicked Tyler Myers out of the league. I said they should waive him. And after that, the guy's really shoved it up my rear end, okay? I think he deserves the benefit of the doubt from my end. Can't really dive into a a full-blown, what's the word? Nail in the coffin for... Tyler Myers. It's okay, man. It's okay. Again, I'll bring up the guy, the captain, Quinn Hughes, on the last play, okay? Overtime, three on three. Uh, What feels like a big point being on the line, right? All these games matter. Big moments. And uh, he gets what? Lost in the play involving Pedersen and Raymond and the offensive zone. He's just staring at it all while a defenseman. Wallman, the gritty man, okay? That guy just sneaks behind you. You know what I'm saying? And what does he do? Gets beat to the the, the breakaway and then cross-checks the guy. Leads to a penalty shot and, yeah, the gritty. We lose. Quinn Hughes didn't have the best of games, too. It happens, man. It happens. Next comment. Callum Sandu, we got a point. It's the little things, right? You can't have it all. If you don't have the little things, okay? That's what my father told me. Actually, he never told me that. But you you get the deal, okay? It's all good. One more comment. Before I go on this little tangent about Philopronik, how about this? Mr. Whale again, why can't we score nice goals anymore? I love this comment because, you know, the more and more I think about it, the more and more you think about it, if you've been listening to every episode of Locked on Canucks, right? Kyle Bowen. He's watched what fifty of the last fifty-one games played by this team, and he's admitted many times, five on five, that top six has never really consistently, outside of the lotto line cameo, been a sexy unit to watch. Again, five on five, and for the most part, when coming to uh, when coming to the agreement that. You know, there's a lot of games left. I've been okay with understanding that this may take a while. It's okay. They'll get it together. They're winning games. They're good on the power play. They still got a handful of games before the playoffs to, you know, uh, be a little more sexier, okay? Fast forward to the now, though. Well, we really only got, what, 30 games left until the playoffs, okay? It'd be nice for the top six to be a little bit more third-line-like. Right Connor Garland line like the rest of the way. Look more fluid, look more fun, have more chemistry. I think it's gonna happen though. Come on, man, it's the Canucks. I'm not doubting these guys. Spent too much time over the last handful of years doing that, and rightfully so, did so at the beginning of this season. And, you know, look what they've given me. A lot of hope. Saturday afternoon, taking my time, watching the game, living life, being a Vancouver right again. I'm blessed. I'm going to assume that these guys will figure it out. And if you look at the schedule, last time I checked, they got like a a nine-game homestand at some point. And I think during that point, when they're settled down, a lot of practice time, things are a, lot of, a little bit more slower yet. You're playing a lot of games. Uh, there's a recipe there for, again, this quote-unquote problem to be figured out how does this top six look a lot better five-on-five five prior to the playoffs starting, okay? Well, let's see a long run where the skill looks really dynamic, where they look deadly. And maybe that's asking a lot from a team that's already given us a lot, right? And maybe I, I shouldn't be asking for more, but the hockey, the hockey fan in me cannot... Cannot think that or want that based on the skill in that top six unit. I'm curious to see how it's going to look when it's really hidden. On that note, I think we may see two things. I think we may see a combination of Besser and Patterson and Miller and Lindholm. I think we also may see Immediately, maybe tomorrow, the lotto line being put back together and experimenting with Lindholm, playing with the Suter, McKayev, Suter, Hoaglander, Hoaglander, McKayev. I think there's a chance for that too. I think I'm all over the place. But again, a top six unit, five on five has never really been that thing, you know, all season long. It's okay though, we got time. I know I just complained about the time, right, running out, but we got time. Look at the standings. We'll figure this out, okay? It's the truth. Let's get back to the comments, okay? How about this, man? (laughs) JD's Joe. Flames keep winning with Kuzmenko. So what? So what? Uh, Do we have to talk about Lindholm's game today? I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. I think this guy's been... I don't know if through through a lot has you know is too strong of a statement, but in three games you play against Carolina, you do good on the power play, you go to Boston, get your ass kicked, and then you're already on a new line, right? You're flying all over the place. Before you get traded, you're in the air in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? You're traveling from Mexico. You get a text, you're getting traded. You go to Calgary, pack your bags, you go, you fly to Toronto the All Star weekend, and then you go to Carolina, and again it starts off this this bizarre start to your career as a Vancouver Canuck. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not in a position to, again, really critique him. Do I think he's got to be better? Yeah. But I think everyone in that top six has to be a little bit better or, or a lot better. And I think they get to a lot better when, again, the chemistry, the fluidity, the fun, is there, and right now is, is not there. How about Sethos? Okay, this is a big question. Now, when is Susie scheduled to return? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, okay? I still think we're like four weeks away, though. Five weeks. Of, you know, he's, he, he's, he's already proven it before, right? He can come back early from injury. The guy's a gamer, wants to play. But I think it might be another four weeks, maybe five. <clears throat> important player. Really important player. Really think about it, okay? Susie hasn't played a lot this season, but every time he's played, he's looked so smooth, so clean, so Chris like to the point where he kind of fixed Tyler Myers. He's been so good, and he's been missed on this team based on the vision, right? The vision of the team when everyone's healthy. But luckily... Thanks in large part to Tockett, but even more so because of a guy like Noah Julson, they've survived. Let's talk about Julson. The Canucks, man, all game long. Uh, we haven't even talked about it. A big, the biggest reason why we lose this game is because of the penalties and uh, no discipline. Speaking of those penalties, Noah Julson, uh, our best team man, uh, as a penalty killer right now. Uh, I feel as if. He lives for it. It's his bread and butter. Doing the most. It looks cerebral with his penalty kill intelligence these days. How am I saying these things? How am I saying these things? The guy's a Surrey native too, right? 35 games ago. I'm talking the most ish about this guy. Uh, One of my own, right? And now look at me. Thanking him for allowing this barrage of Susie injuries to be dealt with. Honest question. Uh, Mr. Whale. He brought it up earlier, right? Uh, Talked a lot of ish about Tyler Myers. How how bad was he? Answer this below, okay? Because now I'm thinking... Who would you rather have, Noel Juleson, Tyler Myers, or Nikita Zadorov? Uh, think about it. This version of Noel Juleson. I don't know. Doing his thing, man. Oh man. Okay. On the other side, we'll talk more about the comments. And uh, I had this whole uh, idea in my mind wrapped up around whole Philip Hironic thing, okay? Going into the third period, we're up three one. Haronick at three points. And I'm I'm spending minutes and minutes and minutes dreaming about the conversation around that trade again. I think a trade that we barely talk about. Barely talk about being the most important change to the Vancouver Canucks. You know, we always talk about Taka. we always talk about Rutherford, always talk about Alvin. talk about the little things. But I feel as if every day we should be talking about the big thing, the big elephant, the number two D-man for the Vancouver Canucks, the biggest change. When it comes to the talent, the hockey player, the guys who get it done, Philip Peronik, he's that guy, yo. The biggest reason, the biggest new reason the Vancouver Canucks are where they're at. More on that. On the other side, again, you're listening to Locked on Canucks. Uh, let's shout out eBay Motors. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts to choose from for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Woo! because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash baby with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com let's ride and items only exclusions apply ebay guarantee fit only available to us customers I feel good, man. I feel good. Being able to do this, I already feel way better than I did 16 minutes ago uh, when we just lost to the Detroit Red Wings. And that dude, man, that dude who scored the goal, I already forgot his name. No disrespect, but I only watch Canuck games, okay? I'm, I'm full West Coast bias. Time is money. I don't know who you are. Wallman, right? This guy scores a goal, goes top shelf after looking down the whole time on that penalty shot and then hits the... Hits the gritty, okay? Again, 17 minutes ago, I don't even feel like doing this. I almost canceled the show. And now I feel okay because, again, I'm allowed to uh, decompress, figure things out on this conversation with, again, you and you and you and you and you and you, the people who matter on Locked on Canucks. Uh, yeah, one love, man. One love to all the growth on the show, the listenership. Uh, let's get through this together, and let's get through this together all the way to June, like mid-June, and then meet at the parade. Anyways, let's get to the comments, okay? Uh, Look at this comment. It says it all. Sethos. All right, Zadorov. That's all you write. I think he wants me to talk about Nikita Zadorov. Man, Man, is he going to get suspended? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these days. Is this part of Zadorov's game? Being reckless? Yes, it is. Uh, With the puck, with his body, it's what kind of makes him questionable, but also desirable. Can I say that after you hit somebody in the head? I know. Uh, You know why I can say that? Because I'm pretty sure Raymond's okay. Bro, that guy, I'm telling you, man. You know how it is, bro. The summers are long, sometimes in Detroit, right? A good team, by the way. Maybe that changes this year. But yeah, the offseason. This guy needs to, he needs to go into the movies, man. Action movies. He needs to be like a stunt double. The guy's got a career, man. Anywho, Nikita zadorov he's a lot of things. And that's why I want to go back to the question, man. Who would you rather have, Noah Juleson at this level, under Tocket or Nikita Zadorov, or Tyler Myers? Crazy, man. That's crazy. Can't believe I'm asking that question, but West Coast Bias, that dude's from Surrey. He's already proven me wrong. I owe him the benefit of the doubt. How about Matt, man? This is a big comment, okay? Kuzmenko, he was not part of the chemistry, fun personality, but he was an inert substance on the ice, and there's no indication his teammates were choked to see him go. Wow, look at that. Look at that end statement, man. There's no indication they were choked to see him go. Hey, I'm sure they miss him. Like, he he seems, you know, at the end of the day, hockey's just hockey, you know? People are people. Kuzmenko seems, I don't know, like a fun dude, right? Always wanted, wanted to make people laugh. I don't know. Maybe he connected with a lot of people in that room, and people do miss the uh, the person. But maybe they understand also that life is long. And they can connect down the road, okay? Not at the practice facility. Anyways, this team. I'll bring it up for the third time. Look at Quinn Hughes' face on the bench after they lost this game. Look at... at whoa. Look at... Where they are, where where they are at in the standings, and they're there for the first time. This should feel new to this team. Uh, there's a chance that a lot of teams maybe don't take losses so seriously, don't even take like their wins so seriously, right? They just kind of live in the standings and not in the moment. This team, Quinn Hughes and company, all those guys, they're gamers. They're ballers. They got something different. Okay, they want to win. It's, it's all business. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, right? The feelings involving players moving in and out. They, A, have gone through it, and B, they're just focused on winning, man. And I think they understand that Lindholm is a really good player. I thought there were many glimpses of that during the penalty kill. And I know he was on the ice uh, for what? the Was it the first goal? The third goal? I, again, I'm all over the place. I know he was on the ice on the penalty for one of the goals, but outside of that, the whole unit, the whole penalty killing unit was really good, really fun, really active, showing potential. Again, 20, what's the 30 games left, right? 30 games left. A lot of runway for them to get better. Now they've been getting a lot better over the last 30 games. But we got to think about June, right? We got to think about the big picture. We got to think about the process and I think there's more than a 50% chance that they can also get a lot better. And Lindholm is a big part of that mix. Another guy who's a big part of that mix is McAvoy. A lot of room left to get better for a team that's already pretty good. And because of guys like Quinn Hughes, they're not letting the fact... That they are pretty good. Allow them to not take moments like this seriously. Like they're they're pissed off right now. They want to be accountable for what's happened in Boston and in Detroit. Have the Canucks lost three straight all season long? I don't think so. Brings up tomorrow, right? Holy dude. Sunday morning? Sunday morning, man. We're not gonna lose, man. You know what happened, man. Trevor Bags at the end of the last episode. This guy said the Canucks we're gonna get three of a possible four points this weekend. I demanded that he said four. He didn't want to say it, and uh, he manifested this, man. You can blame him. You can blame him. Anyways, back to the comments. Okay, let's end the show on the comments. So oh, what am I seeing here, man? Floyd Runner. Okay, Canucks aren't bottom feeders this season. No, man, the truth is that this team is not a lucky team. This team is not just relying on PDO. They're good, man. They're good. They're a good hockey team, a professional hockey team. They'll get this done. I believe that. What else we got here? Junior. He says, we still got a point, and Hoaglander looked great. Hey, man. Thanks for producing the show. You're giving me a a big prompt here. Hoaglander, man, scores a goal, leads the comeback, right? Well, starts it off, but then also kind of destroys it. Early in the third period, takes a tripping penalty. I know things happen, but in that instance, for that guy, in that moment for this team, they didn't need that to happen. You did not want to take a penalty early on. In the third period. Why? Because you spent what? Half the half the second period. Killing off. Those penalties. Doing the most. And you knew. When Hoaglander took that one early on. That they were going to get burned. I knew that. It just felt like that. Because you're playing with fire. Too much fire. Hoaglander man. Uh, again. Moments like that allow tomorrow to be a mystery too, a big mystery. Like I said earlier, is the lotto line coming back tomorrow just to press that button, right? Just to reset things, get the dub, right? Guarantee the dub. Play that card. One of the most dynamic things in hockey when it's hitting is the lotto line. And here's the deal. It's not always going to hit. You don't always win the lottery, but when you win the lottery and play that card and got that ticket and it works, you're going to win the game. It's like that McDavid-Drysaddle thing, okay? Uh, they could bring it back tomorrow, A, because, again, they want to get the win, but B, they like nothing's really working, so the experimenting can happen, and Lindholm can play center. Now, I could see Lindholm play with Niels Hoaglander tomorrow, you know? P.U. Suter, Ilya McHale. I could see it happen. It's the truth. How about this comment, man? Floyd, man. Oilers are bottom feeders so far, man. Can I be honest with you? I've been honest with you the whole time, but I got to be even more honest with you. I tell you all the time, man. Don't worry about the Oilers. Uh, bring that first place energy. Whoever comes in the playoffs, just bring it, okay? D- don't doubt this team. Don't be scared. We're, we're going to be that first place team. They got to be scared of us. A lot of top end talent, a lot of leadership, a lot of all-stars Where those guys. This all being said, I spend a lot of time watching Edmonton Oilers highlights. And this is not like a scouting report. It's not really like an insecurity. It's more of the fan in me, okay? I love seeing those guys lose. Uh, We talked about the lottery ticket, right? I love clicking Oilers highlights or just any team I hate play and be surprised at the end in a good way when they lose. Now, (laughs) on that note, those guys have not been losing pretty much at all lately. To, uh, to the homies point, Floyd's point. They beat the Ducks, another bottom feeder. Look, man, at the end of the day, they're winning hockey games. Respect to that. I don't really care what team they, they play. Like They're just winning games. They're just winning games. How about J.D.'s? I know who this guy is. It's Harpoon, right? Jack Hughes took $8 million per season. He's way better than Pedersen. It's different, though, man. Pedersen, should we talk about it? Three points in the second period. He's dynamic. He does that often. He does a lot of things, okay? And right now, he's not even at his best. Like his peers in the top six. It is what it is, but he's one of those guys. Now, bringing up the whole contract thing, I think the success of Lindholm, the the success of this, this team in the playoffs with Lindholm plays a lot in... Peterson determining determining if he's going to take like a huge pay cut. Cuz here's another guy, another star end guy that they brought in in Lindholm, another physical piece, not an assumption, right? Natural guy in the locker room. He can see that being a big piece to Peterson's ultimate goal and that's winning, right? He takes less, maybe they can keep Lindholm, maybe they can keep Dakota Joshua. So much is is on the table this year. How about the beginning of the season, right? I wasn't even thinking of the Stanley Cup. The the number one priority for the Vancouver Canucks was to extend Elias Patterson. A way to do that was get to the second round of the playoffs. If this team with Elias Lindholm and Elias Patterson get to the Western Conference Finals, I'm putting this out there. I guarantee you this. Patterson's going to take a quote-unquote pay cut on his future contract. You get what I'm saying? He'll sign for a million less or whatever he needs to do to keep Lindholm and Dakota Joshua. I'm going to keep saying that name more often. You got to keep Dakota Joshua. Physical, cerebral in his own way. A great penalty killer. He has an ability to create offense again, using his frame, using his speed on a consistent level, has that chemistry with Bluger and Garland. I see the potential to even do more. I still, I know I know it's impossible this season, but imagine this guy in the net front on, on a power play. I, I think that should happen definitely for the second unit. Anyways, a guy that, again, I see can get a lot better. And let's talk about the intelligence, man. Did, did you know Dakota Joshua had this in him? Breaking up plays, reading plays, being ahead of it. I think playing with Teddy Bluger and Pew Suter for the whole season so far has done a lot for him, right? The fact that he's able to learn more, be more than just present, okay? Early on in the season, the only thing we want from Dakota Joshua to keep his spot in the lineup is physicality. Bring it. Don't be a liability and be physical. Look at look how we're talking about him now. We need Dakota Joshua because he's one of our best penalty killers. We need him because he's one of our best skaters. We need him because he's laying the body. We need him because he's, he's providing offense. Uh, the way the third line is playing on a consistent level, you know they're going to be a force in a long playoff run. Again, that long playoff run. Uh, let's say they get to round three. Eli- Elias Patterson taking less. <clears throat> to keep Elias and Dakota, Dakota in the fold. Real talk. Whoa, look at Glis, man. Four years, fourteen million dollars for Dakota Joshua. What does that work out to be? Is that three point five? Three point five. You know, when I read this comment off the rip, I was like, no way. Then I used, then I broke down the math, did the division, the one, two, three, the boom, bam, and I said the number three point five per year. And I'm like, yo, that's what it's going to take. He's pretty good. He's coming off a really good season. And you wonder, right? You wonder, for a team that is good this season, that happens to play on the West Coast, the best coast of Canada, here in Vancouver, right? If you're going to do it this year, you got to. You got to do it next year. That's what the place deserves. And it's easier to get it done next season when even more pressure will be on the team, if you keep the dynamic things together. And, man, oh, man, you sign Bluger and Joshua and keep him with Garland, a player that they've struggled to find, find a home with, right, on a line, that's a big plus. Now, look what I said. Sign Lindholm, sign Philip Heronick. Signed Bluger, signed Dakota Joshua. Yo, Pedersen, man. Look at Lord, do- bro, look at what Harpoon made me do, man. I'm going down a dark path. Right- Pedersen has to take less. He has to take a discount here. He can't do the Toronto Maple Leaf thing, okay? I think he'll do it, though. Not, not the Maple Leaf thing, he's going to take less, okay? It's, it's go Canucks, go. He He knows what it's all about. It's that West Coast bias. He has it, too. On that note, let's end there, okay? A lot of rambling on today's show. It is what it is. It's a Saturday at the Don't Do's Art Lab. Had to do it for the people. Had to do it for myself, too, man. That was therapeutic, for real. Uh, The the, the Red Wings, gritty all over. The Vancouver Canucks beat them 4-3 in overtime, courtesy of a penalty shot from Wallman or whatever, right? That guy. Man, oh, man. That's something else, man. I couldn't wait. To, to make an episode and say, yo, Eisman, you effed up. Why'd you give us Philip Horonic?" Okay, and look what happened. It's going into overtime. cider. your number one D-man, is in the box. If you didn't trade Horonic, at least you'd have Heronick to be there to help you get the job done. And what happens? Uh, the number two D-man, I'm assuming for that team, Wallman or whatever, beats Quinn Hughes on a. Pff, come on, man. I'm going th- you know what? Again, have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I'm out of here. It, it's okay. Tomorrow, we got the capitals. Do your thing. Go Canucks, go. And thanks for watching. Peace. You're Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.